Hello everybody, welcome to episode 37 of the Boys in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean wonderworld in the middle of Hampshire. What a show we've got lined up for you today. It's the second of our themed shows. Going back last year, we did a sports theme and we thought that was so successful, so very successful today. It's going to be a motorsport and caring spectacular. If you don't like cars, don't let that put you off because we're also going to talk about wine and possibly the war. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> With me in the basement is my co-host and cohort and Long-time friend and lover, it is the one and only Mr. Swan. Good evening, Mr. Partner. 37 episodes already. I know, it's hard to believe, I'm isn't feeling, it? it makes me feel old. Yeah, we're going to be in triple figures in, like, another three years. It's yeah. rushing up. <laughs> yeah, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> and also with us, still back from Jersey, we haven't managed to put him on any other islands yet, is the one, and thankfully the only, Mr. North. Thank you very much, Liam. Hello. I like your shirt this evening. Oh, no, it's just a bit summery. Just yeah. a block. It's only a cheap t-shirt. Talk our listeners what? through what your shirt is about. Uh, <laughs> Very simple. It's bright yellow. <laughs> Do you think Mr. North's looking a little bit more buff than normal? Oh, has he been down I the gym? His arms look quite big. Ooh. That's because I've just got a very tight t-shirt on. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm confusing it with fat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't used to. That used to be a sort of slobbing out loose shirt he used yeah, to wear. Yeah, that's it. No, but I like your summery yellow shirt. It's very exciting. Nice to have you wearing it. Nice to have it with us in the basement. And also with us in the basement, we've got a very important guest. A guest so spectacular. When we told people he was coming on the show, a lot of our fans have said, ah, a proper guest. It's so, actually a guest. An actual guest. An intellectual gentleman. So it's going to be nice for me to sort of interact with an intellectual rather than slovenly repartee I put up every week in, week out from Mr. Yeah, North. Yeah, Mr. Swan's probably with me on this one. It's going to be nice to be able Absolutely. to have some intellectual chit chat. Uh, but we've spoken about him. Who is he? Well, he is the one and only James Bachelor. Round of applause. Woo! Hello there. Hello. Hello. Hello, Mr. Bachelor. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much for asking. Marvellous. Very, very nice to have you come along to the basement. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased you invited me. It's fab. Fabulous. Oh, well, <laughs> that's a review. That's what we like, isn't it? <laughs> yes. If you could write that on the wall, that'd be lovely. Um, yeah, Mr. Bachelor has a very interesting career in, in... Well, what do you do, James? Give us a quick indication of what it is you're up to. Well, it, this does sound very arrogant, but I am a motoring journalist. Um, okay. And uh, yes, yeah, so I write about cars and I get paid for it. It's fabulous so uh, brilliant and it's very nice he came along because obviously this show we'd already decided it was going to be like a, a motoring spectacular so it was very nice when we managed to get him along because it tied him with the theme wasn't it boys? absolutely yeah, yeah i think that was the process We're so well planned yeah the process <laughs> actually my running order today do you know what my running order says oh uh, yeah we saw you write it it's four letters cars just in four case letters. Letters. <laughs> clear that up <laughs> no brilliant but we've also had a bit because we've been building up to show we've made sure we've had a very motorsport themed week haven't we? So, no, that's uh, almost like luck, though, isn't it? We've managed to work that out. we the illusion. <laughs> we planned the whole thing. Firstly, me and Mr North had some action on the track, didn't we? We did. We went go-karting on Friday, because obviously we worked so hard that we have Friday afternoons off. Uh, so yeah <laughs> well you've yeah. killed that one yeah. no, but we, went, we went go-karting um, and actually it was good we, we're to join a normal um, group of people and you got you came first and I came second yeah so Which just is, repeat that just repeat that Mr. Uh, Liam North. came first but honestly like, I would not say, always a good thing but I'm, he's in go-karting I'm not bad at go-karting but Liam continuously beats me he, he always beats you he's a very very good and it's not like, like I carry it around with me but I do have the lap times here just in my pocket um and just let's talk about our lap times. Yeah, my fastest lap was 29.7. Uh, Mr. North with a frankly pedestrian, 30.3. So that's a half a second. Half a second, On yeah. a 30-second lap. It was. That's a that's big chunk. Yeah. That's quite a big that chunk. That is quite yeah. a lot, actually. But I was still that's still three if, weeks, really. I was still second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was still second. Yeah, well, if that yeah, was a Formula on the 1 track, on the there were only the two of them on the track. On the the track. Ring, you would have been able to record <laughs> this show. If it's the Nürburgring, it would be four years. Yeah, He'd still be going. Yeah. No, no, Liam, Liam, to be fair, is very good at go-karting. He I don't is, think yeah. I'm and good, I'm he consistent. This, he's now signed up to the loyalty card scheme. No. Yeah, Actually, do you know what? You do. Really? I've become yeah. a member now. Yeah. But I don't have to watch that bleeding DVD oh. every time because they put a longer <laughs> one on. The health and safety people have got to this go-karting company because the video is now twice as long as it used to be. It used to be 20 minutes long, didn't it? <laughs> no, it is no, now. It's now. Oh, right. <laughs> it's awful. There's it's a long bit that's just basically a montage of music and like computer-generated cars. And I was like, it's this like... doesn't need to be in the video. I'm not, this isn't oh, MTV. It was so annoying. It was awful. Oh, so now, I signed now up when you membership. drive into the pits, you have to put one arm up in the air to show that you're going you slower. Still alive. To show that you're alive. And you've not just tumbled in listlessly from a bad exit to a I totally don't see the point in having to put your arm up to drive into the pit. I can imagine you, Mr. North, you're just driving Hitler salute right <laughs> <out of the laughs> <way. Dun-dun-dun. laughs> 
Actually, it is good because sometimes... I actually broke down halfway around the track. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. He had to walk back from our last Somebody had span, and therefore there was a red flag, and then they just went orange to get everyone into the pits at the end of the session, but my car had stalled on top of the ramp. So the woman kept, like, beckoning for me to come, and I was like, I, was like, I can't move. <laughs> so then I had to get up and walk around to the back to the pits. That is brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. But unfortunately, he did make it back, and there's a new chicane in the pit lane as well. So mm. if ever you go to um, Team Sport... Indoor, I know, in the pit lane. So if you come hooning in the pit, <laughs> you just like, hit a wall. narrow for a chicken. <laughs> I know. It's like I tell you what, that pit lane now is like you know those games when you're young, you have to sort of tilt it and the ball goes through the yeah. maze and you have to get. It's like that in that pit lane. But yeah, that was exciting. And also, I've taken my love of cars to the road now, and I've been mm. on a regular basis hiring a beautiful, beautiful car called an AC Cobra. Can you tell me about? Well, I know what it looks like, but I didn't know what a Cobra was. So is it like what is it? English, American? I'm so ignorant. Well, actually, should we let Mr. Bachelor take this? Yeah, yeah this on, would be yeah. good. What okay. is a co- Cobra? Um, well, it's, it's it's English and American. It used to be based on an English sports car, and then the American Americans got hold of it and put a thumping great big V8 under the bonnet, <laughs> lovely, and made it very outlandish and sort of quite ridiculous. Is it so boorish that's, that's, now? That's, is it like is it the sort of thing that you <laughs> tut at if someone goes past with an idiot? If it's um, Liam, it I'd imagine yes. that, yes. Well, think about why I love this guy. It's noisy. I did take it to work, show our boss the other day, and he came outside. I started up and went, it's ridiculous. It's been described as crass, loud, unnecessarily noisy. Perfect car for me, basically. But it is beautiful. It is beautiful. Because I think a problem, and if you don't know a Cobra, it's not got a roof. So it's, it's a convertible, and it's got two seats. And I think a lot of two-seaters for men don't work. Is this a view you subscribe to, Mr. Bachelor? Yes, but I have got two two-seaters at home. But um, Ooh. Yes. What ones? I've got a Triumph and I've got an MG. Oh, no, they work. Okay. They work. But a lot of the other ones. I think but you the also said you had a Citroen. Yes, so I do. That's my yeah. daily commuter. Ah, okay. okay. So, so yeah. you have a really bad car so that when you get in your good ones, you feel better. Oh, I didn't say it was really bad. It's a Citroen, isn't it? It's a Citroen, yeah. We just slate Citroen. They're sponsoring the show now. But yeah, it is a beautiful car and I've enjoyed hiring it for the day uh, from a company called Vanilla Classics down near, nestled near Goodwood. And one day, Mr. North, I'm going to take you out for a second. I'd love it. to. What happens if it rains then? It has got a really, it's got a typical afterthought sort of roof. It's not. So you need a scouting badge to be able to effect, put the roof You'd on. love it. Yeah. You'd be all over it. Oh, this is brilliant. Right, rally the troops. Right. And finally, Mr. Swan's had a good motor, motoring experience this week, haven't you? Well, I nearly got run over. Yes. By some idiot. In, in a, a cor- cobra. No, <laughs> yeah. No, they were in a courser, actually, hooned around this oh. corner, and I was crossing, I was completely in the right, and they, they just swerved and hit a bush. Did they? <laughs> they, did, they did. Yeah. So I was very grateful for that. Yeah, well. But still, I, I just looked at them in amazement and walked off, sort of, but I made it known to them that I was quite angry with them. did you tuck loudly? No, I sort of... If they were buried in a bush... I gave them a searing glare. If they were buried in a bush, though, I doubt that was... Well, they weren't buried in it, they just clipped Were they ill? Were they quite badly hurt? You left them to teach them lessons. Oh, that'll learn them. Yeah, screaming in pain, are you? On fire? Yeah, that'll learn you. it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I checked they were still breathing. (laughs) Then took their valuables. They still had a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for doing that and contributing to the Motorsport Spectacular. So, we went karting. I hired a car. Mr. Swan got run over. It's brilliant. It's a show you've all been waiting for. Right, what we're going to do now is play a tune for you to let you absorb all that's just happened. We're going to let Mr. Batcher take a breath and we're going to come back after this song, which is going to be a little Higgins and have a little chat with him because he's a fascinating man and Mr North was even motivated to say oh this is the sort of guest I might be interested to actually listen to so we can't, <laughs> sorry everybody else who's ever been on no we've had great guests we all remember the Phil Peters interview that was fantastic <laughs> Vicky, Vicky Harvey Vicky, Vicky Harvey. Harvey oh brilliant yeah, yeah. How, how to conduct an interview with monosyllabic answers <laughs> yeah we're going to hand over to little Miss Higgins now and we've got her song Bargain Shop Panties here for you go and check her out online it's got an amazing video and uh, when we come back we're going to talk to Mr Batch well I went over to Watrous a little bargain shop set up in a quonset off the of main street half a block they got bargain shop panties oh bargain shop panties so lovely so divine i buy them all the time my bargain shop panties oh hanging on the wall way up high panties ranged in
Shop panties there by Little Miss Higgins. If you want to find out more about her, then find her at www.littlemisshiggins.com. She's a lovely, lovely lady. We met her when she came to Petersfield, and I've never forgotten that good time we spent together on the cobbled streets of Petersfield. And those streets have led a man here, led a man to this basement. James Bachelor, hello. Hello. Thank you very much for coming along, Mr. Bachelor. It's lovely to have you here. You are a man with a wealth of experience and knowledge and intellect. And like I say, we're very excited to be able to go head to head with this, toe to toe, cheek to cheek. Um, firstly, um, tell us a little bit about your history and how you came to be in this basement. <laughs> um, well, I came to this basement um, mm. via the front door and downstairs. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, <laughs> no I, I came to this uh, to this podcast obviously because I've been an avid listener from episode one. Um, and <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> and I just thought I'd come along and just see how you boys roll, so to speak. <laughs> how we roll? You must yes. be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, Mr. Bachelor, it's very interesting. You alluded there to, to how we roll, and this is obviously a reference, I believe, how the youth of today would speak. The youth, yeah. But actually, James, this doesn't relate to you at all because you're a man very much ensconced in sort of well, 1950s living, really, aren't you? Yeah, I, I think I have managed to pinpoint where I live. It is between uh, March and September 1955. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm not really in tune with all this modern stuff. Um, okay. And I do sort of walk around, you know, as though I, I, I do walk around the, the cobbled streets of Peter, so to speak, but in my own little sort of world. Okay. I'm not dangerous. I'm not mentally ill. <laughs> I'm just... Uh, <laughs> I'm quite sane. I'm quite safe. But, um, you know, I do... Walk around in my own world. Sort of twirling your cane, tipping your hat, and course, with your trilby yes. under your arm, yes. sort of saluting the ladies. You're a proper gentleman, basically, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So you think sort of the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and now the noughties, you think they're all sort of unnecessary, really, and irrelevant. Obviously, uh, I actually concur with you a little bit, because I think the 50s provided us with a lot of brilliant things, from the style to the elegance of the women, the music, and of, of course... course the cars. The cars. And um, it's cars, really, that has really become the main focus in your life, would you yes, say? Yes, it has. Yes. Uh, where did this love affair with cars start? Um, in well, 1951? <laughs> in 1954, actually. Okay. No, as, as a child, I did spend every single weekend at Goodwood um, and just developed, you know, as some children sort of get into football. I didn't. I got into cars. And, and luckily, my, my career has, has taken me into that. So, um, yeah very lucky indeed so it was a passion you had to start with yes and then you've somehow managed to turn what is a passion and what for many people would stay as just a hobby you've managed to turn that into well at the moment a sort of career haven't you yeah I have yes and how have you done that well um, I just sort of approached this magazine for a bit of work experience um, and that lasted for a week and then I asked to come back for a second week came back for the second week and by the third week I didn't actually ask to come back I just turned up on the Monday morning and uh, so I was doing work experience there for about eight weeks and then in the end I think the editor got so bored with me that he offered me a job so a job that sort of took you out of the office a lot I do yes, yes. and can you mention what magazine you work for or they don't want to be associated no, with us it's, it's called Car Dealer Magazine obviously it's a magazine for car dealers hence the title and it's based on the South Coast in Gosport and it's we're a very small team very small team very 
young team and uh, we're quite known in the industry for being sort of young and bold and etc and it's we, we have a great time because before you did that I believe that you used to do a blog didn't you I did yeah I still do it but yes. uh, then it used to be more prolific I used to be more prolific with it then yes okay so talk us through what was it called bachelor blog it's called bachelor blog and still is called bachelor blog yeah where would we find bachelor blog and um, what sort of things would we find on bachelor it, it, blog? well it's it is on the interweb um and uh, it's, very 50s yes very 50s <laughs> tune your wireless I'm not exactly sure what the internet interweb is but uh, I just know it appears on your screen hmm. um, and it's, it's bachelorblog.com um, and uh, it's just full of my sort of motoring ramblings really so uh, okay yeah. so do check that out because I think some of his stuff's very interesting you're very as we've touched you're a very intelligent gentleman aren't you quite intellectual you use proper words really yeah I've noticed about you you know you're quite astute and you don't you don't sort of pander to the sort of simplification of the English language now. You've properly, like, you've gone, no, I am the 50s. The 50s are coming back. And I like to read your bits because they flow mellifluously. And I like that. Oh, thank you. I like that word, actually. It's, it's a beautiful favorites. word. It's one of my mm. favourites. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. That's, it's nice to have intellects here. And that's what I'm <coughs> sort of We're still like. here as well. Yeah, we're, like, <laughs> yeah these yobs over here. Yeah. We're, we're very erudite. <laughs> we erudite. Oh, yeah. Erudite. Another good word. Yeah, yeah. see, this I is an intellectual remember, I, can't what, I can't remember what degree Liam has. Can you remember what degree he has? Don't be so snobby. From the school of <laughs> I rose through the ranks, I struggled on, my fight is going to be made into a major Hollywood film starring Endel, and if you dare <laughs> yeah. joke about the struggles in my life, I'll take you down. You just, your gifted oh, little gilded, that, gilded youth you've had from the countryside, I've fought for everything I've got. Got We're got here to talk to James, yeah, not we are. you two bicker about this. We can do this off air. It's got quite unpleasant, I don't know. No, it's like the whole time. He knows I'm only joking. He's all right. He's a good lad. He's fine. We love it. We know he's a snob. Um, yeah, but <laughs> you, <laughs> you can't change the unchangeable. Um, you travel around the world a little bit, don't you? I do, yes. Where have you been in recent weeks? Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Portugal. Ooh. Um, and uh, well, this, this is quite strange, really, because I've never had... Uh, geography was my worst subject at school. Never had sort of a yearning to travel the world. For, you know, typical 1950s person. You know, very happy in staying in England. In <laughs> Fire Latin, up the blimp! <laughs> exactly, staying in the countryside. But uh, my job has very luckily taken me sort of all around the world so far. And, um, I mean, I, ha- I have been to some, some brilliant countries. So, um, oh, obviously, I, I do adopt the tr- traditional English mentality of everyone should be speaking English. <laughs> and uh, always take um, two tweed jackets along with me just to sort of, you know, ram, ho- ram home the British export market. Um, and, uh, yes, but very lucky indeed. So, so, James, when you're going to these car launches, mm. what is the most impressive over-the-top launch that a company's ever done and what, what did they do um the most over the top one was an audi it's for the um audi rs3 if anyone knows what that car is um and uh went to farnborough for the uh for, to the airport and uh, it was a private uh, jet very unusual jet actually it, it, the, the week previously it's been used by the queen to go to ireland in um and of course the queen's seat you know no one could sit on the queen's seat you know obviously obviously not a, ma- a mom of course yes and uh, flew to austria and drove the car etc it was very nice indeed but that that's that's quite that's quite over the top i mean most car launches are sort of um they're quite laid back affairs where you just turn up at a house in Marlow um, and, and drive a new car. I mean, there are some real contrasts in, in car launch worlds. Does that actually make a difference, really, to the opinion that people have of the car? Um, Do they we, get swept away with the, how it, fun it is? Well, it, it, it can sweep you away. I mean, if you are poured and plied with wine the whole time, you are, you know, you've got to make sure you don't write your copy when you're after drunk. After you've driven it, I'm yes. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> They don't lick you up and send you out on the track. <laughs> no, they, they do do it afterwards. Journalists do, um, do crash cars, though, don't they? Yes. They do crash. I have actually crashed a car. I don't know whether I should. Oh, <laughs> what, what, what car was it? Uh, I shouldn't really be saying this, but I did sort of drive a Lexus into the back of another Lexus. Okay. It was only a um, oh, right. knock, knock for knock, knock obviously. Yeah. <laughs> knock for knock, but it did shake me up. I'd only been in the job for like a couple of weeks. And but I suppose that's all part of testing it, testing the safety of the vehicle as well. It's important that you go beyond, isn't it? That's what I said to the uh, Lexus PR woman when I <laughs> 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 You'll be getting a glowing review out of this. Look at me, barely a scratch. Exactly. <laughs> As you limped away, like, yeah. bleeding on the road. Yeah. <laughs> but you haven't crashed anything since? Nothing since. Um, you've been out. I've seen a, a very interesting video of you on YouTube with your face being pulled apart. Oh, God. Tell us yes. about this. Um, well, it was filmed back in August. Um, we, we did this thing called Rotus the Year. We do it every year where we take um, sort of the best cars that have been in the showroom over the last 12 months. We took them to Wales and we had things like Ferrari and Aston Martin, etc. And one of the cars was um, a Caterham. And uh, I don't know if anyone knows what a Caterham is, but it's a, a very stripped out uh, car. It's very much like a Formula One car, so I suppose, for the road. And um, the editor thought it'd be a fantastic idea if he got my colleague to 
give me a spin in it. I was sitting in the passenger seat and there was a camera right in front of me. Um, and um, my colleagues sort of uh, drove like hell and uh, my face sort of did contort in very odd ways. Um, and, How many hits has that had on YouTube now? It's had 68,000 so far. <laughs> wow. um, and That's I have good. had some very unpleasant comments about it. Um, but, <laughs> but seeing as though it's on YouTube, I don't really care. Um, yeah, that's good. But um, yes, I, I don't really like to be famous for it, but unfortunately I am. Yeah. Okay, so you, you basically, you're on, you said you're on a big road test of this thing where you get all the good cars of the year. Yes. Gives you these cars and what sort of admin procedures? I mean, could we ring up as boys in the basement and say, "Can we have an Aston Martin and catering for the day? We're doing a, a road test." Um, prob- what security is there? Probably not. Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Um, you, you have you have got to be a trusted outlet. But oh, we're trusted. Um, <laughs> we can just go through them. Yeah, just could you them, just get us along next time? Get us a few passes. Yeah, we are media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of a sort. I did junction with a, with a bottle oh, feeder. The, the less we talk about that, the better. I think. Yeah, Mr. Norse checkered past on. Uh, uni radio there <laughs> so yeah what's the sort of how do you go about just acquiring these cars today and what sort of do, do manufacturers just give you cars and say yeah have a laugh yeah well you just phone up and say look we'd, we'd like to try the new Aston Martin Virage please um, and they, and they give, give it to you for a week all you've got to do is make sure you write about it what are the Aston Martin well I write about I it dream, I dream of I've like always a wanted DBS an Aston Martin yeah. something like that. are they really really nice to drive or would I drive one and actually be quite disappointed um, in most cases I mean actually in actual fact the Aston Martin was quite a disappointment but the, the Ferrari, we had a Ferrari 458 as well and it's very difficult to describe how fantastic that was I mean it just try and imagine in every dream possible and it will sort of beat an incredible car so. Oh, so, so what's disappointing about the Aston um, well, just a Ford it, 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 <laughs> it's just a Ford with no, nice don't. badges that's yeah. all it is don't say horrible things <laughs> no don't I've, I've yeah. always wanted okay. one I seriously want one so, well, uh, let's, let's let James speak what is not so good about the Aston um, there's, there's nothing inherently wrong with the Aston Martin Virage it's just that it was designed for a purpose I mean it was designed to fit specifically fit in between two models um, and so everything has been designed and, and built to fit a price and I don't really like that. And, and also, the, the, the car that turned up to us was, was pink and it had an automatic oh, no. gearbox. Oh, no. So, oh, um, no. it, Perfect it, car for Mr North. <laughs> <laughs> Keep no his hands way. free and no go way. down to Brighton at the weekends. <laughs> be amazing. Um, do you think the, the best era of cars has been and gone? Do you think the best era of cars was in the past? Or do you think the future, with the limitations of like fuel running out, yeah. of Carbon people emissions. getting too fat, of people running out of money, do you think actually the golden era, era of motoring has been and gone? Or do you think, do you see a bright future? Um, I do see a bright future for the car, hopefully because it's my career. But, yeah. I, do, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think the 50s, obviously. And especially my all-time uh, star car is a Jaguar E-Type. And I don't think you get much better than that. And of Ooh. course, that came out in the 1960s. So, um, yeah, I think that was the golden age of the 1960s. Right, as you can see, Mr. Batcher is a fascinating gentleman. So we're going to have, well, there's a lot more still we wanted to ask him, really. Would you concur with that, boys? Definitely. Yeah. I've got a lot of questions. A lot of questions. So what I'm going to do. It's about life. But so he doesn't dry out or sort of, you know, start sputtering or coughing. And he needs to sort of clear his throat. And now a bit better we're going to give him a little break we're going to have some music we come back we're going to talk to him about um, other bits and bobs we're going to talk to him about Formula 1 we're going to talk to him about our cars and we're also going to talk to him about um, about my birthday present he's going to give me some advice on that so stay tuned and see what that's all about this song here is by a band called The Plains who got in touch with me the lead singer is called Mike he's not Mike Swan but he could be he's called Mike Smith and this is a fantastic song have a listen it's got a harmonica in it and I don't think you hear enough of that these days so uh, enjoy this and we'll be back soon Waving at me through the rain She said hello I said to her I know you She said no So I said so Where do we go from here And then she smiled And she told me That her place was free And on the journey to her flat She struck me as quite strange Taken to my bed tonight I'll give him such a fright He'll be in pieces When the morning comes So I
taste there from the planes a band from Portsmouth and they've been kind enough to send me this little bit of information about them which I will read thusly the planes are a four-piece indie rock band from the south coast of England they've been gigging since February 2011 and since then reached the finals of the Wedgwood Room Showcase and played Salsi Fest and have also played gigs with Club NME supporting up-and-coming apps like Cerebral Ballsy Jumping Ships and Sad Day for Puppets having enjoyed local success the lads are now keen on bringing their sound to a large audience across the country with 2012 lining up to be a big year for them so thank you very much to the planes and thank you very much for their songs did we enjoy that? Yeah, yeah. It was good. Yes. I liked it. It gave us all a nice breather. We're all relaxed. We're ready to talk to James Bachelor again. It's quite exciting to have a motoring buff in the room. Do you remember a few shows back? We had our good friend Mr. T come in, oh. local DJ and yeah. car enthusiast. Car, and he's big got car enthusiast. Big love for Skodas, hasn't he? Yeah, what do you think of Skodas, Mr. Bachelor? What's uh, your professional opinion? Skodas are very excellent cars. They do make some brilliant cars. They, they really do. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 re- I was recently in Portugal driving their new Citigo. And uh, the, the only thing that um, was bad about it was the sat-nav, which drove us all mad. Ah. It didn't really work properly. But that's, that's another story. Mr. T could testify to that, because he's just, he has a Skoda Yeti. Oh, marvellous car. Marvelous. Yeah, yeah, big car. And he told me he actually input his postcode into it to take him home. He's only around the corner. And it tried to take him to Italy. <laughs> and he lives in Roland's Castle. <laughs> so that was not good at all. It's a lot of problems. A lot of problems. Yeah, Shame so. Mr. T's not here. He'd love he to would have absolutely James loved this if he could have been here. Mm. He'll probably be emailing the next show. And I'll be like, look, he's not on the next yeah. show. I was like, you're too late. <laughs> he doesn't live in the basement now. He's not the new arm of the Boys in the Basement online car dealer magazine. No, definitely not, no. That would be good, though. Because if, no, if, if we properly started doing that, we could ring up companies and say, oh, can we borrow an Aston? for a day we'll write an article on it and we could just knock something up for the boys in the basement yeah I Tumblr. think they probably want something a bit better than we'll knock something up for just quickly <laughs> yeah oh, we'd right. review it honestly no, we I think we could write quite a good copy between us Okay. I think we'd have enough skills was it nice yeah. <laughs> was, was this car nice yes, yes. and that would be it that would be the review <laughs> well, I'd like to have a go at like, writing well, well you do that doing and... a car event and write, trying to write some decent copy and run it past Mr Bachelor we could be guests we could be guest writers for his magazine. He's trying to further his career. <laughs> yeah, he He's worked us. hard. He doesn't want us coming in inflicting damage on his brilliant career and reputation. But we might get the opportunity to drive some nice cars soon. And by we, I mean me. Because <laughs> for my birthday, I'm going to be driving some nice, luxurious cars. Well, this is the thing. I've got a choice of luxurious, nice supercars to buy. And it's very good James Bachelor To buy. To buy. <laughs> to buy. I've got the choice to buy them. I choose not to buy them. I choose to drive them for a day. The was, bank chooses not to buy yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> for, for my birthday, someone has... Kai Kai organised me basically a track day and I get to pick between one of I think it's eight cars and I thought well Mr Batcher's here and I can also run it past my two regular co-hosts and see what you think of these cars right okay yes. and uh, I don't know why I said co-hosts in such a strange way a minute ago it really made everyone look confused <laughs> but these are the choice of cars I've got so everyone listen and uh, see what you think I get to choose one of these to drive for the one day. okay one of these right a Ferrari 360 Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's yeah, a negative. Go. Here you go. Ariel Atom. Right. An Aston Martin V8 Vantage. Mr. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> North oh, dropped himself dear. there and he's now oh. having a lay down. I so I think he's just um, shot his load, I'm proverbially. Quite, quite, and, um, quite concerned, actually. <laughs> uh, Lamborghini Gallardo. Mm-hmm. Porsche 997 Turbo or a Nissan GTR. Right, Ooh. okay. Not variety, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, I suppose it's as much variety as you get with a list of eight cars. You get oh, eight different go, cars. I'd have to go for the Aston Martin. <laughs> I would as well. I wouldn't personally. Yeah, it's even just a love for even, Aston even for knowing it's not quite as good. I just have to have a go on it. Okay. <laughs> right, what does the expert in the room think? 
Um, out of all of those, um, and bearing, I'm um, sort of weighing up your character as well. Um, <laughs> None of them. No. Which one's most likely to kill him? Which one, I would actually go the for atom. the aerial atom. Yes. Okay. You'd, you'd enjoy that immensely. Because it's a proper departure from an everyday car. Exactly. Because an Aston is just an overblown Ford. Well, I knew you could say that. A Lamborghini's yeah. just an Audi. I isn't knew it? you could say that. You know, they're all just cars of the just a fear. Isn't it? Porsche is just yeah exactly. Is. Porsche is just a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, it's just a yeah, Beetle yeah. in a different outfit. So you, I think the you, Atom will offer me a very distinct experience. You actually forgot one crucial car though, which is the Nissan GTR, and that is a phenomenal. Car. But that's so, just like Gran Turismo there, Five in a car, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, and and it's just something to be to be tried. But but I would because you've been it. in the Nissan, haven't you? I have. Yes, I you really got taken around Silverstone. Yeah, I actually drove it as well. Ooh. Um, and an incredible car. I did almost spin it, which is, is, is actually a spinnable, it's is an unspinnable car. It's a bit like the Titanic. Really. Yeah. Um, but I did sort <laughs> is of that manage to tech, spin it. The amount of tech I don't think the captain yeah, of the Titanic sounded yeah. quite so like Chuck. No. They said it was unsinkable, guys, but you'll never guess what I've done. You're like, they said it was unspinnable, but actually, you say you almost spun it. Yes. But you didn't actually spin it. No, no, when I say almost, this was the, the driving structure lunging over the steering wheel and sort of grabbing hold of it. When I was just going through maggots. Oh, is that how they make it maggots unspinnable? What they don't tell you is when just you buy going a car, through maggots. just going through maggots. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, as you do. But that's how they make the car unspinnable, is when you actually buy a Nissan GTI, it comes with someone who it sits does, next to you, does. and if you do anything stupid, they'll go, no! I always find those corners on Silverstone, maggots and Beckett's, really hard on my F1 game. Yes, so I, I identify with you. Yes, well, I- you just got to feather your car. <laughs> do not compare that to what he does. I'm only kidding, but it's but I, they're tough. No, on, on F1, on F1, it is it is a little bit hard. It's not properly rendered. If you get the first one sure. wrong, you can't recover mm. on the following corners. Yeah, yeah, yes. very good, very good. And also, while we're speaking about F1, we are mere moments away from the new Formula One season, and because it's a motoring special, we've all prepared some thoughts. Talk about the F1 season. You've got me, a passionate Formula One lover. You've got Mr. Batchelor, a very passionate Formula One lover who's loved it from back since the 50s, which for him was only yesterday. <laughs> and you've got Mr. North who sort of tumbled into it at the last minute when, oh, it, be- when it became I've fashionable, been watch- I've been when Lewis years. Hamilton and it all became all ooh. I was there in the Hackenden days, in those dark yes, Irvine years. Yes. And you've got, oh, Mr. Swan. you've got Mr. Swan who assumes F1 is a paper size. Yeah. So it's going to be a great spread of feelings. I we've think got I'm here. just going to go and get some drinks if anyone wants anything. <laughs> no, so let's get our thoughts on the season. And we, you know, concise views, but um, Formula One 2012, what do we think is going to happen, Mr. North? Well, I'm, it's very exciting because in testing, different teams have been fastest most days, haven't they? There's been a lot of variety. Yes. So, so that's great. Um, I personally, obviously, I'm a McLaren fan now. So, as you say, very fickle, but move around. Um, but I like Button a lot. I like him as a, and he grew up in a town near me, so like. Um, in the next town could have been school. you couldn't it North it could have been me <laughs> could have been yeah. you <laughs> no, so I'm a bit yeah I will ask Paul McLaren and I want Buston to do well so. yeah but you, you can't rely upon testing because on quite a lot of the testing testing tests yeah um, <laughs> yeah, it does I make know. sense somewhere <laughs> um, Williams have been coming out on top and I'm, I would put my money down that Williams are not going to win the but do you think there's going to be a competitive season though or um, are they all going to no I think it could be a competitive season this year the, the first indications are that Ferrari are not very good they're not very well prepared at all no um, which is a bit of a surprise, um, but I do think Renault. Uh, sorry, not Renault. Lotus, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, Lotus, Lotus with the old um, the uh, Ice Man himself, uh, Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen. Mm. Yes. There so, is uh, uh, six world champions on the grid yeah, this year. Yeah, there's another yes. one added. Yeah. I think Fernando Alonso, who's a racing driver, Mr. Swan. Okay. He's not like a, a bull. <laughs> He's not sort a Liverpool <laughs> sentimental. I thought he was a matador. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he. Um, he said it's a golden era for Formula 1 at the moment in terms of competitiveness and uh, such like. Well, that's good news. Yeah, so I think maybe this should be the year you get into Formula 1. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I personally, I think it's going to be a close season. I am a Lewis Hamilton fan. Oh, God. I, and I know, and I actually Isn't sometimes... Isn't he that very arrogant man who <laughs> yeah. struts around advertising banks? Yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah, basically, because I used to be... One of my favourite drivers ever is Mika Hakkinen. I've always had yes. a lot of time with Mr. Hakkinen. Mika Hakkinen. Mr. Mika Hakkinen. And he was the one who really turned me on to Formula One. He's an absolutely fantastic bloke. And I remember his tortoise died in a fire, and that was really sad, wasn't it? Really? I've never heard yeah, of Yeah, his that trophy before. room burnt down. Did it? He had a fire at his house. His trophy room burnt you down. Sure he's in his... No, he yeah. lost all his trophies, and his tortoise died. Oh, gosh. This is terrible. Cause Nigel was... Mansell, he, he drove a Formula One car, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did well. Well done, yes. Yes, yeah. And he went to America and did well there. Yeah, then he? came back to Formula One and did all right. Yeah. And also, and what's this? While well, I've got all you experts here, what's this <laughs> thing where like, what's called? What's DSG? Do you mean DRS? DRS. Yeah. <laughs> DSG is a music producer. <laughs> the man from the fifties corrects the modern. Man. Yeah. 
DRS. God, James. Yeah, what is DRS? Is it, I'm not sure what it stands for. Is it drag reduction? Drag yeah. reduction. It's something like a flipper comes up at the back, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's like a, letter, it's yeah. a letterbox, effectively. That's been banned. That's been banned. Okay. No, DRS is still going. Are you sure? Yeah, DRS. That's legal, remember? They can oh, activate legal. it at one yes. point. Well, thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, DFS is a, just a company. A There's nothing to do with cars. They might enter a team. They might sponsor Boys in the Basement Racing when we finally get our act together. Soapbox cars. But yeah, the new cars, do you have this odd sort of step in the nose? What do you think of this, James? Because you were very vocal in, I think it was 2009, when there was the big rash. The big you said you um, wrote a very passionate article saying that it looked like something you'd get from Toys R Us. I, I did. I'm, I'm surprised you actually remember it. Though. I do read these things. Thank you. Lovely. Lovely. Pathological attention um, to detail. <clears throat> Uh, these plaspus noses, um, quite uh, really quite ugly, but um, there's always a development every year that we all go, <gasps> no, that's really ugly, so you just got to go, just run with it, haven't you? But um, the, the only team that hasn't adopted is McLaren, which we've got to point out. And Hispania. And, and Hispania, yes. So everyone's th- thinking, <gasps> you know, uh, uh, have they found a loophole? Um, no, they haven't. They, they, they've just got some really clever designers that is able to design a car that looks pretty. So, mm. yeah. Okay, so we're all very excited. Right, well, we're moving towards the end of the show now. Uh, We're going to play one more song for you before we come back with the news and a final bit of chat with James. Uh, This song is from a lad called Martha's Man, who we have realised now his actual real name is Russell. Russell, That's confirmed. Because last time we spoke about him, we forgot what his name was, and uh, he actually emailed the show and said, my name is Russell. That was simply what the email said. Uh, And we're hoping to get him on the next show, so hopefully this will lead nicely into him listening to this show and then coming on the next show. So this is a song by Martha's Man. Enjoy! Left your face on the bedroom wall Can't believe we let us fall You never learn, you never learn Were the words I heard for sure Keep my mind from wandering Now my thoughts are running thin I lose myself, I lose myself Time to see what this will bring Nobody said this was gonna be Since we went our separate ways I've been counting down the days To hear your voice, to hear your voice Maybe now you'd like to stay supposed to do is hit me hard is hit me Nobody said there from Martha's Man. If you want to find out more about the fabulous Martha's Man, please go and check him out on facebook.com slash Martha's Man Music and I am going to do all I can to get him on our next show. I haven't actually asked him yet, so don't hold me to that. Ask him. But it worked last time. End of last show, I said, I'm getting James Bachelor on. Then about four days ago, I went, 
Hey, James, do you fancy coming on the show? <laughs> and it worked out, and James went, yes. So it's brilliant. And if you, and we've obviously played the three songs this show. We always play three songs on every single show. So if you are an artist and you want your music promoted in this brilliant forum of talent, then um, email us. It's Liam at Boys in the Basement Podcast.com. Or you can also contact us on our Twitter page, which is uh, Bitbuck Podcast, and we're always using that to communicate. It's superb. Right, we're moving into the final, the twilight, the capuscular era of the show now. It is time for us to do what we always do. Mr. North, you know what's coming up? It's a This is the news. 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 It's the news! Okay, that was Mr. North's brilliant introduction to the news, and it is now the time for us to pick our three headlines. Well, no, I've picked our three headlines, and now I will read out the three headlines, and the people in this room will vote on which one they want to. It's a very open, it's meritocratic, and the best merited news story Get will win an award. Get okay. on with it. I am getting on with it. Right, here we go. Here are three headlines of today. First headline, dog begins hip-hop career. Next headline, fox mugs man for garlic bread... And finally, <laughs> Mugs him. finally, heart pill stops people being racist. <laughs> well, that last one oh. is funny. Okay, I think we we all want to hear the last well, that's one. That's funny then, because Mister North's racist, but I like garlic bread, so I don't know which one to pick. Really, I'm not racist. <laughs> well, I quite like the fox one. Okay, so you think even though we all thought about curing Mister North's racism. Perhaps he's happy like he no, is. I think he is happy as he is. He and doesn't just, need change. Oh, I just want to stay clear of that story, please. Because like, <laughs> let's just like, step Opens away. Old wounds. Step away from the prepa- precipice. Okay. <laughs> the precipice. All right, well, we're going to step away from his precipice and we're going to instead... Oh, what, we're going to go for the garlic bread story? Yeah, garlic bread. Yeah. All right, well, this is a story of a fox mugging someone for garlic bread. So what's not to like? Let's go. Fox mugs man for garlic bread. A Kent man has told how he was mugged by a fox which forced him into handing over his dinner. (laughs) Seb Baker, 29 from Orpington, was cornered by the fox on his way home from his local supermarket, reports The Sun. The 15-stone civil servant says the fox, which had been sitting on a curb at the side of the road, followed him into an alleyway. (laughs) The, The aggressive animal then leapt at him, circling him like prey and trying to snatch his Tesco shopping bag. Eventually, Mr. Baker claims he resorted to offering the animal his loaf of garlic bread and the fox scampered off. He said, I'd expected it to run away. I thought a fox would be scared of a 15-stone man. But the fox started circling me and then jumped up trying to grab my shopping bag. Eventually, I opened the bag and gave it a garlic loaf. He grabbed it and ran off. Wildlife expert John Bryant says foxes were getting bolder but were not generally interested in humans and confirmed attacks like this were very rare. He advised, if a fox is jumping at your shopping bag, you need to shout at it and chase it off, not just give it the food. (laughs) (laughs) I think we can all learn something from that, can't we, really? We can all take something away from that. Yeah. The fantastic Mr Fox has fallen on hard times. No, I do think it's really harsh, though, calling it a mugging, because it's not like... Why are you quibbling over something like this? Well, it was sat on the curbside and followed him down an alley. It cornered him in an alleyway and circled him and jumped at him. You're using tabloid language to make the fox sound like an I'm just just telling the news that fox was wearing a hooded top. He wasn't. Was, and he was listening to the hip-hop music of today. <laughs> it wouldn't have happened in the 50s. No, no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't no. No, we've all seen the animals of Farthingwood. That fox was noble and yeah, led that badger to a good hole. Do you know, I used to love that programme. It was really sad as well when they had to cross the road. Yeah, and do you remember Kest- that? Do you remember Kestrel? Yeah. used to always fly above and sort yeah, of scout but, oh, but Some of them died The hedgehogs the died, didn't they? Two pheasants died. The moles died. It was absolutely devastating. Sad. It was a really sad programme. but yeah. We can't end on this note. No, we no. can't. <laughs> no, what are we going to do? We've got James Bachelor here. We've got about two minutes left to kill. Well, he's a man in those cars. We've got to kill the time. No, we don't. We're really going to enjoy it. ourselves. We're going to enjoy the time. No, I'll tell you what. Let's ask Mr. Bachelor. He's a car man. He reviews new cars. Should we ask him what he thinks about our motors? Okay. Yeah, See who ah, comes out good. best out of this Yeah, one. good idea, yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, let's all present the case of our motors to James. Let's all tell him what we've got and then see what he has to say about it. Okay, I'm currently driving a Volkswagen Golf GTI. Uh, one, he's looking quite impressed. That's yeah, quite good. Yeah, carry on. Carry There's, on. Uh, 1.8 um, pet in black uh, with an electric sunroof <laughs> as well. And that's about where the mod cons stop. Very comfortable seats, I've been told on many occasions, though. 
Lovely. Well, um, th- th- that particular variant of golf was the biggest letdown in the whole golf series. <laughs> um, but of course, uh, the, the, the 1.8 does save it, and especially in black, it looks very tasty. Oh, yeah, very clean all the time, of very course. Very clean. Yours? Yeah. Absolutely. filthy. Yeah. Yes, I, I'm sure it's a very nice car. It's got nice old alloys as well. So, uh, do I need to give these cars a rating as well? As, give it, give as it a mark 10? out of 10. Out yeah. of 10. Um, I would say a solid 7. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm good, happy with good that. Good start. Yeah. Right, Mr. North, what have you okay. got to present have, to Mr. Bachelor? I have got a black Audi A1. Really? Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> so that's, um, well, they came out, what, about 14, 15 months ago yes. or so. Two door, nice alloys, decent mm. kit inside. Yes, <laughs> decent kit. Right. Yeah, because okay. they mm. said that they put a lot of the tech from the more expensive Audis into what is Yes, but you've just been reading nice the marketing car. gump. Yeah. No, but it's a good car. It's a good car. And it, um, I much prefer it than the Minis. What, what well, let's see what the professional well, What got, engine is it? I got the 1.4 Turbo. TF, okay, TF, not too FI. bad. Not too bad. Um, what I would say, um, Audi A1, very good car. Um, but if you do drive around Audi these days, you've got no imagination whatsoever. <laughs> so I would, have, I would have gone for the Mini, I'm afraid. Really? Say. Yes, I'm sorry. I would have done. It's a lot more cramped inside than Yes, but who cares about crampedness? Yeah. What sort of score we go for then? Um, I would say mm, six. Yes! What? Oh, oh come on. How has he beaten me on that? <laughs> so, is this a swan going to pull this off an amazing victory? <laughs> Your car this is, is worth like a tenth of the value. Yeah, but value oh, here we go. It's not about money. Value's got nothing to do no. with it. It's all yeah, about no. style. Yes. Right, which brings me on to my, um, right, one of the most stylish cars ever. Certainly the name will evoke images of young people and not of old people at all. I drive a Honda Civic, James. Yes. It's the uh, 2005 model, the yes, new shape, uh, 55 plate, uh, 2.2 litre engine, mm. very spunky, very economical, very comfortable, the uh, the interior. It's got the uh, raised uh, digital speedometer. It's got a steering wheel. It's got a stereo. It's got six-speed gearbox for cruising comfort. It's got electric windows, electric Sorry, mirrors. I'm, I'm nodding off now. It's got, a, it's got a boot that you can put things in. Marvellous. Um, it's got excellent storage solutions in yes. the back. Uh, class-leading luggage space. Yeah, all right, space. wind it down. Um, wind it so, down. yeah, James, what do you think of that? Um, well, as opposed to the Golf GTI, this particular <laughs> version of the Civic was the high point in the whole uh, 30 years of Civic production. But unfortunately, um, I do believe yours is a diesel yes right and diesel well that's desperate isn't it so so i'm sorry no not for me oh no so what was the one get out of ten um five and a half (laughs) i've lost so mr swan has pulled off a victory i cannot believe that i thought i'd come bottom without a doubt (laughs) that's amazing oh when i tell her she'll be so pleased tell who the car the car oh Oh, god no wait a minute no (laughs) no yeah, we're fine with that. We don't want Mr. North to sneak a win. We couldn't bear it. He'd be insufferable. Uh, right, well, we're bringing our motoring special to a close now because, ironically, we need to go and watch Top Gear, don't we? Yes. Oh, gosh. So, yes. continuing yes. the motoring theme, uh, what a superb show it's been today. Thank you very much for Mr. Bachelor for coming in to have a chat. No, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. So, thank if you. you want to support Mr. Bachelor, what magazine is it we need to buy? Uh, it's Car Dealer Magazine. And uh, my Twitter, I was, uh, do want go to project here, is at JRR Bachelor. That's Bachelor with a T. JRR, as in Hartley. Yes, JRR Hartley. Ooh, lovely. Yeah. And also Bachelor Blog. Do you want to talk about that? Right, no, that? not particularly. No, that's dead. That's dead in the water. Oh, that's yesterday's news. That is. That's from 1940. Uh, uh, Mr. North, it's been lovely to have you here. Thank you very much for coming along. Uh, it's my house. I yeah, live well, here. Thank you for letting us in your house. And uh, Mr. Swan, the man with the best car oh, in the room. I, I, after I've had a, a new clutch as well. Yeah, I've, just had, I've, but I've just thought about this. The only reason my car lost is because my brand is really popular because it's good. Yeah. Actually, but you suffer for, for, you for following for the crowd. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, for being a sheep. Yeah. Mr. Swan, he's, he's oh, I'm on the wave. I'm on, the, I'm on the crest now. Having a clutch, having a flywheel, it's all by the by. It's, so, it's so original getting a golf. I've gone from nearly being run over to winning the best car in the entire base. I know. It's amazing. And with my car history as well. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, so it's been lovely to spend the last uh, hour or so with you guys. Thank you very much for coming along and making my evening ever so pleasant. And thank you very much for listening. Uh, we do appreciate your listenership, so do spread the word. If you like what we're doing, go and tell people. If you don't like what we're doing, tell people you don't like about it, so then you inflict it on them, and then it increases the listenership. Because there's something in this show for everyone. Do we agree? Yes. Yes. Yes, yeah? yeah, so do keep spreading the word. We are an up-and-coming brand, and we support everything good. If you want to get in touch, I've given you the email address. It's Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Check out our website. It's boysinthebasementpodcast.com. And uh, get in touch. We want to hear from you. Anything you're up to, we want to uh, listen to you talk about it. I think that's all, really, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. It's mm. been superb. And now we're off to watch Top Gear. And on that bombshell, it's time to end the show. Oh, God. So we have been the boys. This has been The Basement. You have been the listener. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.